welcome to Soulmates Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Rachel. And today we're going to talk about a couple things. Some cool things. Some K-pop things. Some K-pop things. Some non-K-pop things. Um, Rachel's back. Hey, Yay. hello. Uh, so last episode, Leisha and I gave some media recommendations. Let's start off this podcast with your media recommendations for the audience. So, I had heard recently that BTS won the new Social Artist of the Year, I think, award, um, the Billboard Award. And they were looking so good on that pink runway. And they were. Um, so I decided to give, well, I, I had already liked BTS before, but I decided to check out some of their new stuff. And right now I'm listening to You Never Walk Alone or You Will Never Walk Alone, the repackaged album of Wings, um, by BTS, which came out in 2016. So I've been listening to that whole album on my way to work there and back and i really like it there's some really good songs in there so i can see why they won and why they're so popular now they are the most popular k-pop band i think on tumblr whenever you look at the trending bts or batang is always there yes so can you give us a little bit of info on like the group itself for those not in the know like what is bts stand for so bts stands for uh bangtan boys um i We'll not say the whole Korean thing because I don't remember off the top of my head, but it basically stands for Bulletproof Boy Scouts. That is, like, the best fucking name <laughs> a boy band could ever fucking have. <laughs> they should have just went Bulletproof Boy Scouts, like... Yeah, I mean, I think it's really cute, so... I really hope they have, like, a song that's, like, we are BTS, Bulletproof Boy Scouts. That would be awesome. <laughs> so, <laughs> BTS... First came around in 2013, so they're not really a new band. Um, I remember in their early days, they really, like, went hard. Like, they were a very aggressive-sounding Like, um, band. BAP? Like, kind of like BAP, yeah. And now it's kind of calmed down. I don't know, whoever is behind them, and they're, they're produced by Big Hit Entertainment, and that's not really one of the main... South Korean entertainment companies. So it's really interesting to see that this band come out and be so popular from um, something that's not from JYP or YG or, or YG or SM or SM or yeah. even Cube. Yeah. So I, I think it's really cool. And they're doing a really good job at Big Hit Entertainment to make them be so popular. I hope that's sending a signal to the larger entertainment companies of what it takes for a group to succeed. Do you have, like, a favorite song by them off the album? Hold on. <laughs> like, let me check spot. I gotta find it. Because I have a few, but I'll pick one. So, go back to this. I really like, um, what I've been listening to a lot on the way to work is Not Today, because that exemplifies not my today, feelings. Not Today, Satan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Not Today, and I also really like, um, I believe Am I Wrong as well. Those are my jams all the way to work, so. Awesome. Do you have anything else to recommend? Any books, movies, TV shows, comics, any other music? As far as, like, other media goes, on Netflix, Sense8 just came out with the newest season. That is, like, my favorite show. It's S-E-N-S-E and then the uh, number eight. Um, it's about eight people who kind of share life experiences, and there's, like, this big, bad government corporation too it's really cool lots of intertwining storylines and i like it a lot lots of gay sex too <laughs> <laughs> okay so you you heard it here bts and sense 8 from rachel so immediately after this podcast go check that stuff out
Okay, so we're gonna talk about someone who's kind of close to our hearts. He's kind of been there. He was, like, the rise and fall of K-pop kind of depends on him. Yep. And when he hit it big, we had just started the radio show, so it was, like... It was perfect. It was perfect. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. As he got more successful, it was, like, blowing my mind that we were hearing a Korean artist on U.S. radio. I remember the first time I, I heard... Gangnam Style, on the radio, <laughs> like, I almost had to pull over. I was so shook. It was so bizarre, but also really exciting to see something that we had loved for so long finally become mainstream enough to be played on the radio, because for a while there, I mean, we were like, we listened to South Korean music, and people were like, what is that? Why would you listen to that? And we had actually watched the music video for Gangnam Style the Before. day. Yeah. yeah. The day it came out. We watched it because we had been fans of Psy before that song because we had uh his previous singles we had actually watched and we were like, oh. So we, of course, followed him on YouTube. Yep. And when it came up in the subscription, I was like, Gangnam Style, okay. Okay. And I was like, <laughs> wow, this is, like, really funny. And I would sent it to my friends and they're like, wow, that's hilarious. And then, two weeks later, the biggest hit on YouTube ever. Yeah, like... Whoa, that was insane. At every single party we went to, everyone was dancing to Gangnam Style. It was like the party song to play. It was like the Harlem Shake before it the was. Harlem Shake. It was. It was nuts. So we're moving right along, and Psy has released some songs between Gangnam Style and now, obviously, stuff like Daddy and... Hangover. And Hangover. He's released a few songs between this, but I feel like he's... He put a lot of effort into those songs, too, but I feel like these have the potential to be big hits again. Right. So, Psy is kind of an anomaly because he releases full albums. He doesn't release just singles. They're all singles off his albums. And right now, he has released his eighth album called Four Times Two Equals Eight. Get it? Hey, hey. Yeah. Yeah. So, he's just released his eighth album, and it has two singles off of it with two music videos that he released simultaneously. We're going to review those. But first, um, let's give them a little bit of background on Psy, like, as a musical artist, because I think a lot of people know him as the Gangnam Style guy or, like, yep. the funny guy from the music videos, and that's kind of it. But he actually has a pretty rich history in the music industry before the viral hit. Yeah, so before Psy became a viral hit, um, and before even he actually became really famous, he was an underground rapper right. in South Korea, um, which I think is just so cool that he went from there to being so, so famous, but still true to his really weird, wacky, hilarious style, too. So he still was himself. Right. He would release raps that were sexually explicit, <laughs> like mature content, and he would do it on purpose so it wouldn't get played on the radio. Yeah. And it's just, it kind of blows my mind. He was like, it, he was legit an underground rapper releasing mixtapes. Yeah. He's always had, like, a sense of humor, though. So he's kept that with him even into popular music. Maybe you guys don't know his actual real name. Of course, Psy is, you know, a stage name. Because mm -hmm. you need one. He's not just, you know, Cher. <laughs> but his real name is Park J. Sang. And he was born December 31st, 1977. So he is not young. No, he's not. <laughs> he is not young. In fact, he's one of the K-pop elders, if you will. Yes. If you've seen any of his music videos, he's always very energetic and dancing. Yeah, and he looks he looks good for his age, too. Um, mm -hmm. He just turned 40, so... 
He released his first album in 2001. Wow. I know, right? His debut full-length album was called Sigh from Psycho World, if that gives you any indication about who he is as a person. And how he came up with his name. And he was actually fined by the Korean government because of the album's inappropriate content. (laughs) They slapped him with a fine. That's hilarious. He was like known as this rookie hip-hop singer that stirred up the Korean pop music scene with blunt lyrics, very particular dance moves, and an unconventional appearance, a.k.a. round face, tracksuit, sunglasses. Yes. (laughs) He got, like, this nickname called The Bizarre Singer. (laughs) Well, he is The Bizarre Singer. I know. Definitely. It's so crazy that they slapped him with a fine. That just goes to show you how, how conservative South Korea was in 2001 kind of is yeah. i mean they've come a long way since 2001 but it, whoa yeah. yeah i mean that's a good example so his second album satu also was controversial he released it the next year in 2002 and he even got complaints from civil rights groups because of the potentially negative influence his album would have on children and teenagers <laughs> Wow. <laughs> they were coming after him. Like, That's crazy. Yeah, like you would give your child an album like that. Please. Parental advisory stickers are made for a reason. Exactly. Let's jump to 2010. He is flat broke. He can't release any more music because he'd been doing it on his own, out of his own pocket, and he right. doesn't have any more money. At this time, he also has a wife and two twin daughters. Yeah, so it's tight. Yeah, something needs to change. So his wife was actually the one who encouraged him to try to join YG Entertainment. The founder and chief executive officer is actually an old buddy of his. Nice! (laughs) And so I think his wife was like, okay, you know this person who can probably get you on the label. Please just do that so we can have some money. Yeah. So that is like the turning point in his career. Once he gets signed to a major label, they can have more production, crazy music videos, and that's really what gets Psy, like, the starting point to viral stardom. Yeah. Is there in 2010. And then, you know, 2012, he releases Gangnam Style, and international fame follows. Nice. So, I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. Knowing all that we know about Psy and how he started, do you think he's a sellout? No, I think he's doing what he needs to do to get his music out there. And it's not like he's afraid of controversy or weirdness. That's true, but I also think at the same time, YG is probably not letting him curse and do all the things that he wants to do, or that he had done in the past. That's true, but do you think he would really, as an artist, want to continue doing that, even as he gets, like, more mature? I don't know. I don't know. Hey, Sai, can you, like, send us an email and let us know your opinion? Yeah, how, how are you feeling? How you doing, buddy? Like, I want to know. Are you happy? Mm-hmm. Are you happy with all the fame? I think I think he has a great time. He yeah. probably doesn't think he, he sold out. I mean, he's probably just doing what, what was best for his family. And he still gets to be fucking weird. <laughs> I mean, like, he dresses in drag and does, like, girl group numbers in yeah. concert. I, oh, my God, I love that so much. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I feel like he was doing what he needed to do, but there there will always be critics. True. I feel like if I was in his shoes, I would do stuff so that my family could, like, actually have money. Yeah, I, I think that was probably a tough call for him to make, but you gotta do what's best for you and your family, so. 
So after 2012 and after Gangnam Style, I mean, it's eight albums. Like, eight albums he's released now. Four times two equals eight was released May 10th, so it's pretty recent. And it has tracks that feature Zico, G-Dragon, B.I., Yang, a bunch of his label mates. Um, also rappers. Also rappers. And one of his songs that I listened to with G-Dragon sounds like a freaking future song. And I was like... <laughs> What the fuck is going on? Oh my god. (laughs) I feel like he's taking his early hip-hop influence so much into this album. Well, that could be good, too. So the two music videos he released were New Face and I Love It. And New Face actually pays homage to Two Live Crew's song, We Want Some Pussy, from their 1986 album. That's according to Wikipedia. Oh, cool. And now, like, looking back on it, of course he would love Two Live Crew and, like, think the world of them. (laughs) They are the ones that got slapped with the lawsuits about, and they're basically the reason, them and other gangster rappers are the reason why we have parental advisory stickers. Oh my god. Wow, I didn't know that. So it makes sense that, like... He would admire them, and, yeah, like, that would be, like, an influence of his. So, I mean, separately, if you didn't know about his history, you'd be like, that's weird. But now it makes total and complete sense. He literally got fined by the government because of his music. Nice. Way to go, Cy. Very subtle. Very <laughs> subtle. And in this music video, the video girl is um a girl from A-Pink. So, not on. She's pretty cute, but I feel like in this music video, she didn't really stand out as much as Hyuna did in Gangnam Style. Yeah, well, I mean, Hyuna, sorry, A-Pink fans, but um, I I don't know. <laughs> the, this girl, uh, Naun, I haven't really ever heard of her before or think she stands out from her group like Hyuna did with her solo career apart from 4 Minute. That's true. Yeah. She's still very cute, though. Mm-hmm. Nothing against her. This music video has a lot of crazy dancing, per use. A lot of dabbing. <laughs> yes. All the dabbing. <laughs> there was a lot of dabbing. <laughs> a lot of dabbing. Oh my god. Sai is in touch with young people. He really he, is. He has his finger on the pulse of the, the youth, apparently. At the end of the music video, they like jump, dab, and then go into a pool completely enclosed. Just completely closed, <laughs> dab, you could totally tell with the last shot that Nalan was, like, not wanting to really do it, because, like, her her hand is, like, way lower than it should be. She's kind of like, oh my god. <laughs> but Sai is all in it. Like, his head is buried in his elbow. Like, he's like, boom! And <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. That man has no shame, which is what makes him so hilarious. I, I love know. it so much. <laughs> he would be great at improv. He would be. I feel like he probably does that. Yeah. So, the New Face song, it's an upbeat song. Um, I'm not really sure how to describe it, per se. It's, the the wow factor is missing for me from that right. song. We definitely like the other one, I Love It, a lot more. But I feel like New Face had a kind of a better music video, or at least yeah. a better um, choreography. Yes, I think so too. The the dance moves for New Face were a little bit more complicated than the ones in I Love It. And I also think that New Face had 
it had more like celebrity status, I guess. Like it was more about the people of the music video and less about the song. I don't, I don't really, you know, New Faces is a good song, but not as good as I love it. I do like, though, that now all of his music videos have English subtitles right on the bottom. Yes, thank God. Can everyone do that, please? Because, I mean, you can, of course you can always look it up on a translation site, but it's not the same as reading it and watching the music video at the same time. And a lot can be up for grabs in a translation, you know? Exactly. Like, that's someone, that's someone who was a third party and wasn't involved in the songwriting or the music video making process is translating as opposed to the people who are actually involved in it so so the set of new face is like this fancy hotel and they just pretty much just dab in the hotel that's the whole video yeah they're pretty much like wealth and dabbing (laughs) and doing like very involved whole body movements like making like an x with your body and like body rolling yeah it it was a lot of dancing in a fancy hotel If, if that's not that's not a dance like the Gangnam Style dance that, like, anyone could do. No. That dance is hard, and you would be sweating and breathing heavy afterwards. Which is why I'm so impressed at Sai doing that. I know. He's in, like, fantastic shape. <laughs> so, I love it. I love it. We like this one a little more. It didn't have a video girl. It had a video boy, I guess, technically. Which I was in love with. So it featured South Korean artist Lee Byung-hun, as well as Japanese comedian Dayamu Kosaka. And he was, like, reprising his role as, like, a character from another music video. So there was yeah. these two dudes, mostly the South Korean artist. He's, like, the video boy, I guess. Wasn't Kosaka the guy who was in the elevator who was, like, casting? Yeah. yeah, from Gangnam Style. Nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Love it. I love it. Haha. <laughs> so this song is kind of about his haters, and they're like, he's untalented, I don't like that song or whatever, and he's like, no, you secretly love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it's so catchy. It's such a good song. <laughs> yeah. And, oh my god, the best lyrics in this whole song, it, like, starts off and he's like, hey, I'm 40, and then he's like, turn the lights off and I'm 20. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh god, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's like, come at me, haters. Everyone loves my music. Like, you cannot not love it. Yep. It's too infectious. And I'm like, damn, Sai, you right. Yeah, this is definitely, I th- so I think the song has more potential because the song is really good. The dance is easier. Mm-hmm. The dance is just um, putting one hand, I think, by your head and the other hand opposite on, like, in your crotch area. <laughs> your crotchal. <laughs> your, your crotchal and just, like, going back and forth. I think that could be a dance move that would easily be, um, that would be easy to do at a party. Just like the Gangnam Style dance was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope that people, like, go and watch his newer stuff other than just Gangnam Style because he really does keep delivering. Yeah, he does. I have not been disappointed by any of his songs. No, it's- Or music videos. Because YG actually gives him money to do what he wants. I feel like that's the difference. It's called creative freedom. And I think- I think BTS got creative freedom. I think most of the artists that are doing really well have gotten creative freedom. To anyone, may they rest in peace, had some creative freedom. Minzy didn't, but <laughs> they've at least given CL some creative freedom, which is why she's so popular. Hyanna probably, probably has some creative freedom too, which is why she's so popular. Like, And she's also the ruler of CLC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 
I mean, like, how could they not be seeing this trend and doing this for more groups? I don't know. I don't know. Please give them freedom. Set them free! I mean, I get it from one end that, you know, they're very young and maybe their, maybe their creative freedom will not make them money, but like, eh, you gotta take some wins with some losses. That's true. Take some <sighs> risks. Take some risks. Yeah. So, what would you rate New Face out of 10? Uh, solid 7 out of 10 for me. I would say it is a 7 as well. What would you rate I Love It out of 10? Um, 8.5. I would just give it an 8. 8? Yeah. I really like the dance. Yeah. And it's, it, the song, New Face is not stuck in my head. I Love It is stuck in my head. I and that's why it gets the I half. Yeah. I, I love, love it. it. <laughs> okay. So if you guys are interested in listening to his new album, it's on Spotify. I'm sure you can find stuff on YouTube. It's on iTunes. It's a lot of places. I know it's a brave new world because entertainment companies are actually trying to have international listeners. So they'll put stuff on places where you can legitimately buy their music instead of illegally downloading it because there's no other option. Thank fucking God. But where the fuck is Twice on Spotify? I know, right? Where the fuck are they? Where? Where? That's what I want to know. I need TT on my playlist and it's not there. (laughs) Just saying. It is impossible to say that without like rubbing your boobs. My (laughs) TT. Oh my God. We're adults. We're adults. In conclusion, Sai is an amazing artist who has more than meets the eye, I would say. And if you've never seen him in concert, go to YouTube immediately, look up Sai Concert Fan Cam or whatever, and just see the shenanigans that happen <laughs> at a Sai concert. Just watch the madness that unfolds. Just embrace it. He is a hilarious guy and, you know, happy 40th, Sai. Yeah. You've earned all the success that you have gotten, and Godspeed, you rebel. I love you. <laughs> XOXO, soulmates. Soulmates. <laughs> so, guys, thank you so much for listening. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can find us on Tumblr, soulmatespodcast.tumblr.com. Send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com, and you can find Soulmates Podcast on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Kind of wherever podcasts are found because we are through iTunes. Yes. So we'll see you guys next time. Bye. See ya.